Good morning, friends. Today's message is titled, This Isn't Your Fight. Have you felt like you've been kind of in a battle for the last year, year and a half? Yeah, I think a lot of us have. But today, I want to remind all of us that um, this isn't really our battle. This isn't really our fight. Now, I want to start by just telling you a story. I want you to imagine being uh, chased by a ferocious tiger, man-eating tiger. You run as fast as you can, but suddenly you end up at the edge of a cliff. And glancing down you, and glancing back, you kind of look, and the tiger's about to spring. But fortunately, you notice a rope hanging over the edge, so you grab it and scramble down out of reach of the tiger. But now as you dangle on the rope, you look down, and 500 feet below you see jagged rocks. You look up and see the tiger crouching and waiting. But you also see two hungry mice gnawing on the rope. Now, what in the world could you do? It seems like a no-win situation, isn't it? But there on the face of the cliff, you notice a strawberry. And carefully you reach out, pluck it, and eat the whole thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's the most delicious strawberry I've ever tasted in my whole life. Now, friends, I'll be honest. The first time I heard this story, I thought, that's nuts. I mean, that's impossible. There's no way I'd ever be able to do that. And I'm not even sure I'd want to. I mean, stopping to enjoy a strawberry in the midst of a crisis seems a, well, seems a bit irresponsible, if not just a little bit loony. Now, I'll be honest, I've dealt with more than my share of growling tigers and gnawing mice and have spent a fair amount of time dangling above jagged rocks. When I'm in that situation, my focus is on solving the problem, not eating strawberries. And I think most of you would agree, especially when you're faced with situations that seem like no-win situations. Let's back up a few thousand years ago. After leading the Israelites out of Egypt, Moses found himself on the banks of the Red Sea with Pharaoh's army rapidly advancing, intent on dragging the Israelites back to a life of slavery in Egypt. This was a no-win, no-way-out situation. He was stuck between a rock and a hard place. He was stuck between an army he couldn't defeat and a sea he couldn't cross. Now, as Moses surveyed the situation, I seriously doubt that he was thinking, Boy, I just love the beach. Isn't this a beautiful sunset? (laughs) But then again, maybe he was thinking that. Well, the story I shared at the beginning may seem impossible, but it teaches an essential truth that all Christ followers need to learn. In order to get the most out of the Christian life, we need to learn to seize the gift of every breath of life, even if it's through a mask. Even with the tiger above and the jagged rocks below, we need to learn to pick the strawberries of each special moment and enjoy them. Now, here's what I want you to realize today. Learning to enjoy the moment in the midst of a problem or a crisis or even a no-win, no-way-out situation is the only way to change your circumstances. When you learn to live in the moment, problems lose their power over you. When you learn to live in the moment, you find that you become more clear-headed in your decision-making, less emotional and more solid. And when you learn to live in the moment, you find that the no-win, no-way-out situation isn't all what it seems. And you also learn the most important lesson a Christ follower can learn. This is not your fight. God is in control, and he's ready to take care of you. Now, some of you may have felt like you've been in that situation for the last year, year and a half. Some of you say, man, the situation right now is really tough. I mean, you feel like you're facing problems that are too big to solve. You might think you're stuck, no hope at all. It's a no-win, no-way-out situation. But friends, I want to encourage you today. I want you to realize that it doesn't have to stay that way. 
In fact, you can go from no win to can't lose if you're ready to apply some God-given mental toughness and spiritual discipline. Now, how? Well, you learn to live in the moment, not in the future or the past. Today, we're going to talk about three attitudes that will help you get your mind off what might happen and help you to focus instead on what is happening right now. Now, first of all, see life as a challenge. Now, when you read the writings of the Apostle Paul, it's pretty clear that he never expected his life to be easy. He understood from the very beginning that a life of following Jesus would at times be tumultuous. Yet some people think that Christian life should be easy. Our sense of entitlement tells us, you shouldn't be inconvenienced. You're a Christian. Your life should be easy. Friends, I hate to tell you, that's not part of the deal. You know, of the 3,000 plus promises God has given us in Scripture, none say, I promise to make your life easy. In fact, the Bible says the opposite. 2 Timothy 3.12, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Peter, in his first epistle, chapter 4, verse 12, says, Do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you as though some strange thing were happening to you. Now, the fact is that there will be showers of blessings poured out on Christ's followers. He gives so much more than we'll ever deserve. But we also need to remember that problems and persecutions and pandemics and COVIDs and change of presidents and politics and all that stuff are just part of the package. Now, if you come to Jesus thinking, well, maybe this will make my life smoother, my problems go away, you've got the wrong idea. I mean, there will always be problems. Kind of like a farmer friend of mine once said, the problem with milking cows is they don't stay milked. I mean, the same can be said of problems. They don't stay solved. I mean, many times we find ourselves saying, how can I enjoy this strawberry uh, when I've got so many tigers and sharp rocks and gnawing mice? See, the future is too uncertain. The tests haven't come back from the doctor. My loan hasn't been improved. I lost my job. How can I enjoy this moment when I have so much to worry about? And then we catch ourselves saying, you know, someday, someday when this problem goes away, I'll spend some time playing catch with my kids. I'll take my wife out on a date. I'll go on a picnic with my family. But I can't do that now. I'm, I'm just too stressed. Let me tell you something. Someday never comes. Life is a series of challenges, one after another, and it will never be smooth sailing for long. Except the fact that there will always be troubles and trials and tribulations to deal with. And once you accept that, you've taken the first step towards learning to live in the moment. See life as a challenge. However, it's not just a challenge. You also need to learn to, and here's my second point, see life as an adventure. You know, as a basketball coach for 18 years before going into the ministry, I remember a game when the score was tied with a few seconds to go. We called our last time out, and I remember one of my players walking into the huddle with a big smile on his face, and he said, Coach, it's times like these that make you love the game of basketball. You know, I laughed, and I had to agree. Now, Paul experienced much hardship in his life. He was beaten, robbed, stoned, shipwrecked, alone in the wilderness, alone in the desert, hungry with no place to sleep, not enough clothes to keep him warm. And yet, what was his outlook on life? Let me read to you 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 and 9. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed and broken. We are perplexed, but we don't give up and quit. We are hunted down, but God never abandons us. We get knocked down, but we get up and keep going. You see, for Paul, life wasn't about trying to avoid problems. 
His ambition wasn't just to create a soft and stable lifestyle. Life was about the adventure of following God's will. He wasn't afraid of adversity. He just wanted to accomplish great things for God's glory. I mean, one time Paul and his traveling partner were preaching in Lystra and some enemies came into the city and incited the mob to move against them. Now, Paul was stoned and drug out of the city, left for dead. Now, other Christians gathered around, probably waiting for him to die so that they could give him a proper burial. But guess what? Paul wasn't dead and he wasn't ready to give up. He got his second wind, pulled himself up, headed back into the same city to continue preaching the gospel. Now, the truth is, most of us won't experience that much adventure. But I hope you experience enough to help you understand that life is to be experienced and not just endured. Life is an adventure. Life is a roller coaster. It's not a merry-go-round. When you accept that, it's easier to learn to live in that moment. Now, third, see life as a win-win proposition. And when Paul wrote the book of Philippians, he was facing uncertain times. He didn't know if he'd be released from jail or executed. Now, what did he say about it? Now, here's Philippians chapter 1, starting at verse 21. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I am to live on in the flesh, this will mean fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which to choose, but I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart and be with Christ, for that is very much better. Yet to remain on in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Now, friends, what Paul is saying here is either way I win. If I die, I go to heaven. If I live, I stay here and do the work that I was created to do. Either way is good for me. Now, it's possible to have that kind of attitude because we know that God cares for us. and We know that God watches out for us. Now, I've had a lot of people tell me recently they're really afraid of a lot of different things. And I've, I've been trying to remind them, as the scriptures say, you know, perfect love casts out fear. Uh, i got to remember that, as Rome, Paul said to the Romans in chapter 8, we know that God causes all things. And guess what? That means all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, that verse is saying, either way you win. I mean, sometimes the results of your prayers and results of your efforts are far greater than you expected them to be, and you can thank God for those times. But sometimes it may seem like the results of your prayers and your efforts aren't what you hope for. And yet the Bible promises that God will make it work out for your good anyway. See, that's why it's possible to enjoy that strawberry even in the most threatening of times. It's possible because you know that God is at work in your life to cause all things to come together for good. Now, you can look at the growling tiger. You can look at the gnawing mice. You can look at the jagged rocks. You can look at this last year and a half, and you can say either God is about to perform a miracle or maybe I'm about to be with him in glory. Either way, I win. Now, you can look at an impending financial disaster and say either God is about to provide a way out of this mess or he's about to give me the chance to start over and experience a blessing in a whole new way. Either way, I win. You can look at a health problem and say either God is about to heal me or he'll give me the grace to endure this challenge or he'll take me home. Either way, I win. Friends, when you understand that no matter what happens, you are going to win, God is going to take care of you. It's then that you begin to enjoy each moment and see life as a win-win proposition. Now, I understand it's hard to live in the moment when you're overcome with problems. 
It is hard to live in the moment when you're afraid of tomorrow. But the good news is you don't have to be fearful of what might come because God has promised to be with you. Jesus made a promise. It's found in Hebrews 13:6. I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. Well, the next verse says, so that we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. So, friends, the Lord is your helper. You can trust him in every situation. And for this reason, the challenges of life don't seem quite so insurmountable. Now, life may be one challenge after another. And like I, we've already said several times, this last year, year and a half have been seemed like one challenge after another. But since the Lord is your helper, you can relax a little bit. Enjoy the process. And since he is your helper, you can live a little. You can take bigger chances, sacrifice a little bit more, even find the strength to endure rough spots. Because you know God is in control of this adventure. And since he's in control of this adventure, you can be sure that every situation will work out for your good and for his glory because that's his promise and that's his plan. With God in control, you can live in the moment. That means that no situation... No trial, no problem, no crisis can control you. It can't keep you from enjoying the gift of this moment. Even a no-win, no-way-out situation cannot take that away from you because God is in control of this moment of your life and every moment to follow. That's a no-win situation then. Well, that no-win situation then is really a can't-lose situation. This isn't your fight. Let God handle the battle. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission, and feel the passion. God bless.